afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday. Where am I in this mess? There we go. It's Thursday, September the 22nd, 2022. It's another Technical Alpha podcast. We're back after uh, after a, uh, a break from last week as I went away uh, to uh, one of my grandmother's funerals. Uh, and now we're back. And of course, well, actually, I shouldn't say of course. This is the first time that we've actually taken a break from a week for any reason in which not only like just everything happened all at once like in the la- in the last 10 days uh gaming news popped off i mean that week it was like it was like e3 all over again nintendo had uh, a direct sony had uh an event microsoft was at tgs had a uh an event it was just everything happened there then then this week there was even more shit that went down in peripheral and and uh, and otherwise and so very uh very wild last uh couple of weeks but uh we'll we'll try and highlight uh the important stuff anyway uh this week as much as we can uh in the time that we've got but if it's your first time here welcome it's technical alpha we talk about video games movies television let me answer questions from uh, the folks at home at the end of the day but only those that pay us because Let's be honest, in this economy, asking questions for free, not possible. But thank you for joining us, whether you're here live or on the RSS feeds or otherwise, we greatly appreciate it. And now, before we get started, I have the most important question of the week. Mr. Black, how was your weeks? Uh, good. Busy. Uh, but good. That's pretty much it. Fantastic. Still closing on these properties. Um, yeah, outside of that, just not a whole lot. Wonderful. Just streaming a lot. Awesome. Nothing wrong with that. No. Um, yeah, no, uh, we, uh, before we went away last week, uh, you know, work on the house is continuing on as planned. I still don't have a date from our guys on Windows uh, as we approach ever closer, the month of October. Uh, so I'll be calling them uh, probably tomorrow. Uh, if not today, by the time this is done, although I think they might be closed around the time that uh, uh, that we're done. I would have called them earlier, but I was hibernating. Uh, M and I got our uh, our bivalent boosters yesterday. They uh, posted those up uh, for everyone 18 and older, and uh, and uh, we managed to get same day uh just uh not far from here so we stopped in and got uh and got those and so we're uh we were sleeping that off especially em because she worked a night shift last night and so she got the she got the booster and then went and worked uh, a back shift and so her body is fucked with the capital f at the moment and she's so she's sleeping even longer than i did uh but uh eh, not feeling too bad it's basically the same as the last booster you know the the low grade body ache type bullshit and just a little bit fatigued uh but i don't feel too too bad uh just popped a tylenol here i'll be good to go uh but other than that yeah so at the house we are in painting mode uh the doors are i think the doors are on round three so they've been primed and two coats uh but uh the wood was never really sealed originally it was kind of just like bare it was like bare wood with like a, a single layer of urethane or some shit 
And, uh, and it's the thirstiest fucking wood I've ever seen in my life. You put, like, you drench the roller in paint, you put the roller on, and you're already dipping the roller back in the fucking paint again. It absorbs all paint. You get one roll on. You get it in, you go, you walk over the door, you put it down, you go... And you gotta put it back in the paint bucket again. This is, this is, it's absorbing every ounce of paint. I might have to get more paint than we thought that we needed. Uh, because I think they're gonna take at least... We're going to take two two coats if we're very lucky, three on some doors. Uh, and so we are just in the midst of, uh, of, of painting those up and the wood frame, uh, the, the door frames and window frames all throughout the house uh, as well, uh, aside from downstairs because I don't give a fuck. Uh, and, uh, and then, uh, yeah, and then after that's done, it will be ceilings. So we're just we're just slowly picking away at that. But obviously we slowed down a lot because last week we were gone for multiple days. Uh, you know, mom and dad were gone for uh, three days, and uh, Em and I were gone for a couple of days. And then uh, as soon as we got back, we are. Um. Uh, dad started getting prepared uh, for my other grandmother's funeral, which is still we are still forging ahead with it because it's apparently going to be. Um, uh, in you know where we're holding it is going to miraculously not be hit by this hurricane, uh, and so we're uh, we're 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 making that work. Uh, they went down early though, so they didn't have to drive through the hurricane, so they left earlier today. And Em and I will probably literally go down the day of the funeral, um, so we stay back to watch the properties to make sure nothing. If anything, if the storm were to, like, move a little bit in our direction instead of towards Cape Breton, uh, we're here to take care of the properties, and then once that's all se- settled, we'll go up on Sunday and, uh, another funeral. But Dad needed to go down because he had to, do, he, Dad had to, you know, dig the hole and whatnot. Um, not a huge one, mind you, because she was cremated, but, uh, he has to get that stuff prepared, so... Uh, it's just been a, a roller coaster of emotions week for the last two weeks. It's like, funeral, couple days no funeral, funeral... And, uh, and back again, and just kind of intermittently working at the house a little bit and streaming when, uh, when we got some time. But that was, uh, that was my, uh, couple weeks, and then played NBA 2K23. Don't buy it. It's my review. You ask me what my review is? Don't buy it. Don't buy just it. Just don't. Just don't. Just don't. I know it's I mean, the only basketball game in town, and that's a problem. But, but... Bro, one I've thing never... that I did do <laughs> this week... What's that? Uh, is I spilt chili all over my desk. Oh! Um, and... You ever you ever spill some something and then like five days later you're still seeing splashes of shit? So you know my desk. <laughs> I, I need to I need to like completely clean my desk. It went all over my monitor. It went. It was Dude, like, did I you spill to, chili or did you throw chili? What I happened is oh, okay. It. Basically, oh, okay. what happened was is, is <laughs> I had my bowl down and then I moved my arm and the the spoon was in there and the fucking spoon just. Flick shit all over the room. Oh, it was uh, no. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, and Chili's like top, like top ten. Don't want to spray everywhere. No, nah, so like it was on my my wall. Up, I was on a painting <laughs> up here wall? on my monitors on my desk. Oh my just, god. I'm just seeing it. I'm just seeing it just randomly. So you know, every That's day. But yeah, it, it, there's just like new. St- Fuck it. it looks like somebody just skeeted fucking uh <laughs> chili all over my damn sh- my damn shit. So anyway, that that well, was that's a, 
There you go. Yeah. That's a highlight of a week right there. And another two yeah. weeks of randomly finding this, chili strewn this started about the room. As a full, This started as a full Holy thing. Holy shit. And now it's down to whatever. Damn. Uh, yeah, so save the, save the trees, Jeff. Yeah, save the fucking trees. Everybody here using, using half a tree to clean up some chili. <laughs> Holy shit. So anyway. uh, Yeah. No, I've been there before. Yeah. It's it's uh and honestly it probably it probably was chili or spaghetti sauce one of the two yeah it's pretty when much you're eat, when you're eating yeah. spaghetti, like the one thing that I've learned uh, streaming over the years where where you know we we were we were part of the generation where you just you streamed fourteen hours a day you ate every meal in mm. front of the 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 monitor the one that I learned over time to just avoid like the fucking plague is spaghetti hundred percent just don't just don't do it. I don't 100%. care how neat I don't care how neat you think you are or how white you are twirling that shit in a spoon do whatever that shit is going to be everywhere by the time you're done eating that fucking spaghetti your monitor caked your yeah. your fucking keyboard drenched there is no way of eating spaghetti at a desk while you're streaming and not having it go completely tits up so uh yeah you got to you got to avoid that like the plague uh lots of stuff like i said happened uh we'll condense we've condensed this down as much as possible uh and within reason uh but uh but we got some stuff to talk about so shall we talk about some stuff mr black let's talk let's about some, let's talk about some stuff let's get this one out of the way um just because it's it's pertinent to the platform that we're currently on right now in the span of less than 24 hours it was a hell of a day for twitch mr black and all of those involved at twitch uh, Twitch hit us up with banning unlicensed gambling platforms, just a, a couple of them. Basically, there was a lot of, of stink kicked up about, uh, various gambling that was happening on the platform. Uh, and, uh, Twitch was like, you know what? Sure. We'll get rid of the stuff that's a little sketchy. We'll get rid of the ones that are unlicensed in the U.S. And so they did, which honestly, I, I mentioned as soon as I saw it, I was like, holy shit, that might be the fastest action I've ever seen Twitch take on literally anything in the history of the platform. And then we found out why later on. So in the, in that same 24-hour span, essentially, what followed that up was the old 3 a.m. razzle-dazzle, Mr. Black. 3 a.m. release on Wednesday. Getting turned up on a Wednesday, 3 a.m. Twitch said, shit, press the fucking nuclear code button. And so they did. They launched this out, and you know what it was? It was the 70-30 split uh, where they needed to announce to the world that that was going away. <laughs> <laughs> which for some people meant that they were learning for the first time that there was even a 7:30 split or 70:30 split which I didn't know you could be involved in Twitch in any way shape or form and not know after 13 years of this platform that there was a 70:30 split uh that was available to to certain partners but here we are uh so how do I, how do I go with this? Oh, to follow this up. So the trifecta, there's, there's three things. So it was first, we got the, the, the gambling pat, platform ban, but what happened was at first I thought this, that was like, they're, they're like, you know, give a little something that the community wanted and then fuck you. But in fact, what happened was about 45 minutes to an hour, somewhere in that neck of the woods. If you look at the publishing time, there was an article put up on Bloomberg about a uh, a pretty deep dive investigation that they've uh, that uh, one of their journalists had been involved with for some period of time now uh in which there has been a a massive investigation into Twitch's problem with child predators and that was published on Bloomberg uh and then an hour later Twitch was like we need to divert all PR resources into making sure that nobody talks about that one because that's a PR nightmare 
even if it's not necessarily Twitch, Twitch's fault up front that anything like this would be happening, it's a bad fucking look. Uh, because upwards of 279,000 in this, uh, in this report had been, uh, was highlighted as a number for, uh, for, for this issue on Twitch. And so that was a little bit rough. So about not long after that went up, Twitch was like, all right, fuck it. Press the, press the button. Let's, let's change the narrative up and something that we need to talk about anyway. And so they did. And it's the 70, 30 split. So, um, Basically, for those who didn't know about the 70-30 split and likely an 80-20 split that existed for absolute pinnacle fucking people on the platform, uh, 70-30 existed for... <laughs> How do I even describe this? So at first, when Twitch, was, when Twitch first became Twitch and they had the partner, partner program and whatnot, there were accounts that were partnered back then, grand, that would be considered grandfathered accounts now, that were granted a 70-30 split way long time ago, like forever ago. And then when partner eventually became more and more of a, uh, of a commonality on the platform, um, that, that kind of became, kind of almost became mythological, the 70-30 split. And then that's how people in the community, viewers, started talking about it as some sort of fucking literal mythological creature to be slain, the 70-30 split on, on Twitch. Uh, and it still existed much for these uh, for these grandfathered accounts, and going forward for certain very large streamers. Now, what was the what was the cutoff point? Like, what was the 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 goal to attain? That was a moving target for ten years. Like, Twitch would just arbitrarily decide who was going to end up with the same. There was no internal memo that said, "All right, guys, so when this stream hits." X viewers or X subs or whatever the fuck for this period of time with this many, you know, streaming hours in a month, whatever that, that is the set. None of that shit existed. It was just basically kind of like a, a, uh, it was a card that could be brought out when pre people hit a certain status on the platform. Uh, however, they attained such status and, uh, and it was available. It was always kind of there. And most people that would been on the platform for some time would know that it was technically attainable. You just had to hit some sort of fucking magical, mystical fucking numbers uh, in order to, to make it happen. So it was there. Uh, and apparently, Twitch now at this point has decided amongst all of the other myriad things that they're changing on the platform for monetization, like cramming just about as many ads as one could possibly humanly take as pre-rolls for many streams. Uh, I think I've seen eight to ten pre-rolls. Uh, mm -hmm. Which is which is actually almost comedic because uh, do they really expect anyone to sit through ten consecutive advertisements? That's more than cable television. Just to put that in a fucking perspective. Uh, so uh, people rightfully a little salty about that, but hey, they're looking to you know to make some more money. So between that and the various other changes that they made to the platform, this was one that uh, I think a lot of us saw coming eventually, but it showed up now. So how are they doing it? Well. In 2023, I think June was the month that they gave, somewhere in that neck of the woods, uh, they are going to cease this uh, contract capability of having a 70-30. And those who already have 70-30 on their, on their accounts, uh, and this is where I've seen some people talking about two different sides, and I'll get Mr. Black's take on it if, he, if he's read it himself. Um, they mentioned that there's a threshold so for 100k, so for those that still have the 70-30 split in their contract, 
whether it was a grandfathered contract, a more recent contract, etc. The 70-30 split on the first uh, or is only good for 100k in revenue uh, for them. And then after that, it goes away. But what people have been discussing, and there's some uncertainty about it, maybe by now, and I've been asleep through most of the day, it's been sort of, you know, it's been sorted out by now. Uh, what was uncertain was, does that mean that once you've hit 100,000 in sub-revenue at your 70-30 split, the contract reverts to a 50-50 for, in perpetuity? No, it doesn't. It's per or year. Or is it per it's year? per year. Okay. So, after so some people were like, year. is it month? Is it year? No. Is it permanent? So it's 70-30 on the first 100K, then it's 50-50 above 100K for the rest right. of the year. And then right. in the following, is it fiscal or 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 calendar do we know that is it twitch's fiscal or I, our calendar I think, I think it has to do with your your contract. contract date so i think whatever contract date it's going to be different for be many other people um okay. so i think mine is in june or july something mm. i think it's in june um so yeah um and and then the 50 50 i think is only for tier one and then i think tier two tier three is like 60 and then Oh, so it does. It does like the scale yeah. thing that they had in the other in other things. So it still it still scales up. I mean, my information could be incorrect, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. Let me double check here. Um, yeah. So yeah, tier two will be sixty percent. Tier three will be seventy percent. Um. So that's that's that. So basically, so yeah, you're not really getting nerfed all that much on the tier two, and you're not at, at all in tier three. Um, it's really just for those tier ones and prime subs, um, that you're going to get, you're going to get screwed on. So for those who don't to put it in layman's terms, if you make a hundred thousand dollars, the first hundred thousand dollars, assuming that you are a 70, 30 split content creator. Okay. I'm one of them. So the first hundred thousand dollars I make, um, it's fine. Anything beyond that hundred thousand through subs, um, the my my split will go down to 50 50 for the tier one subs until the remainder of that calendar or uh, either of my contract or the calendar year i'm not 100 sure but i think it is for the the time that you signed your contract so if that's the case then once that renewal comes up you then go back to the 70 30 split until you hit the 100k again and then the same thing will happen on repeat essentially yeah, so it's yeah. so with that, and that's what I thought when I read it that it, it would is. roll over. I just didn't know yeah. the time, the time right. frame in which it would roll. So mm -hmm. what makes that interesting to me is that what is that? This is a particularly interesting move then, because I know exactly why they're doing only, it. It's only hitting extraordinarily specific. Ends of the streamer spe spectrum Correct. for partners. And they're doing that purposely. And okay. here's why I think. Hit me up with the knowledge, Mr. Black! Yes. So this is why I think. And okay. I do have some insider information. Uh-oh! Um, so I think I'm right. These individuals could be wrong. <laughs> but... Allegedly. So, allegedly. Right? Okay, I really shouldn't say insider information. <laughs> What what I what I what I should say is you talk to another partner, <laughs> um, ish. Yeah, ish, ish. So from 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 what I'm gathering, 
And I mean, it's 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 common sense. I mean, I don't really want to call it insider info because it's it's common sense at this point. Is Twitch wants to um, play more ads, right? Way more. There, there there was there there was somebody I was I was watching on Twitter um, that wrote it that wrote up a big long tweet about the profitability of Twitch and stuff like that, mm. right? So I'm getting some of my information from this from from. It wasn't Ryan, I, was it? Like the the No, I think it was somebody else. Okay. Somebody else. Okay. Um, but I saw I saw this tweet. I read it. It made sense. I asked another person. I thought I said, "What do you think of this?" Or like, "This is 100%. This has got to be the reason why." So this is why well, I'm I need, saying I need, I, think, I need to be brought in on this information, Mr. Biden. Okay. I need, well, it's I need public to know. knowledge, but I'll, I'll share it I here. Need I need to know. So, what I think, and I could be wrong. Once again, this is not I'm not saying this is a pure factual, but I'm speculating and there is evidence here and you guys can make your own conclusion. I think that the reason why Twitch is doing this is number one is they need to start making money. I don't think Twitch is all that profitable. Yeah. Um, you know, for, as, for, as big am, for as, Amazon, for Amazon, yeah. for as big as Twitch is with the amount of money that they've been throwing at certain streamers, the amount of space that it takes to hold VODs and all this other stuff, and to just run the site in general, I am sure the number is astronomical, and they probably are still losing money. Or if not, they're they they the the profits like if if they are making money right now, they 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 need to figure out a way to continue to make more and more money. They just don't want to you know sort of stay wherever. So I'm assuming that either they're losing money which they very well could be with how much acquisitions and different things they've been doing lately. Um, if not, they're making, not making as much. But to get to the point, I believe that they're doing this for two reasons. The first is, is they want to hit the top 0.01% of streamers. So we're talking the ones that's got anywhere between 3,000 subscribers concurrent up to 50,000 concurrent subscribers. There's probably right? less than 100 people that this affects. It's probably a bit more than that now, I would imagine. There's probably, there's probably I would say it's probably less than 1,000. Say it's less than 1,000. Okay. It's going to be more than 100. Okay. Um, so, you know, the, peop the people that are, the peop people that, are, that have several thousand, I mean, really the real ones I think that they're targeting are the top dogs, the big, big dogs. But, I mean, if you have several thousand concurrent subs, like, you're a top dog. Like, you're making six figures a year easily. So, uh, what I think they're doing is they're hitting them. Because, think about it. If there's a streamer that's got 10,000 subscribers, right? They're making, you know, if they have a 70-30 split, right? They're, they're, they're making really, really good money each month. Like, 25 grand. Right? No, like, no, actually more than that. 35 it's grand. 30, it's 30. That's like 30, 35 grand. Yeah. 35 grand. Right? So they're making $35,000 a month just in subs. Okay. Uh, so that 100,000 will get eaten up in three months. Just like that. So there's, there's nine months of the year where now they're taking a pretty significant drop. Like that's a fair amount of money over the run of a year. So what they're doing is they're they're gouging uh, the streamers a little bit, but they're incentivizing them to to join in on the ad revenue programs. Yeah, the which we've talked about programs. before. The new the new and they're uh, huge, where, bro. Where they make they're, like fucking ridiculous money for playing. Dude, ads. I I have them. 
they're like like they're they're it's to the point now and it's it's genius of twitch and I, this isn't me shitting on twitch because um you know yeah it sucks like because i'm going to be affected by this to a degree but if they're making up for it and i can actually make more money from the ad revenue then you know i'm obviously going to play ads because it's what it's what's making money so what they're doing is they're 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 incentivizing streamers now. They're saying, "Okay, we we hit you, but we're <laughs> introducing this new program that you can make up all, if not more, and in most cases, it's more uh, money if you run ads." The problem with that is, from a streamer standpoint, is now they have to spam ads each hour and upset their fans. To make up for the money, and in some, probably in most cases, they'll make a little bit more than what they were before. But it's it's a trade off now because they have to hit their viewers, the ones that aren't subscribed that see ads or that don't have turbo. They're gonna have to play more ads in order to make that up. And now the streamers can explain to the viewers, "I have to play these ads because, well, you guys see what's going on. I'm losing. Like to some of these streamers, they're gonna lose." Hundreds of thousands of dollars a year off this off this yeah. change, yeah. and in some they might lose a thousand or two thousand dollars a month. That's still a lot of fucking money, and the 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 money where the money is on Twitch is through ads. I'm making more money off ads than I am subs, and it's been like that for quite some time. The only caveat is is you have to stream a lot and you have to play a lot of ads. So, you know, your incentives change each month depending on how much time you're putting into your stream and what your concurrent viewership is. So the ones that this really hurts, though, the ones that this really hurts are the ones that have very diehard fan bases that do a lot of support via subs but don't have large viewer numbers. So, for example, if, you, if you're a streamer and you've got thousands of subscribers but you only have a couple hundred concurrent viewers you're going to get screwed because your ad incentives aren't going to be big enough to make up for the loss that you're taking. But for the big streamers, the ones that are really, really big, that's got thousands of viewers or tens of thousands of viewers, they're going to make hundreds of thousands of dollars a month in ads, depending on how big their streams are. Or in some cases, if we're being realistic, maybe tens of thousands of dollars. There might be a few streamers that are in the six figures a month for ads, but the, the the still the really big streamers, I'm not going to say any names, but everybody kind of knows like the upper echelon of streaming. The ones that are holding tens of thousands of concurrent viewers or even five to 10,000 concurrent viewers, they're, they're still going to make tens of thousands of dollars a month in ads or at the very least 10K a month in ads, bare minimal, if they're willing to spam the ads. That's That's the kicker. So what I think Twitch is doing, and it's kind of smart because Twitch is making more money off ads. You know, if these companies are coming in and they're going to give Twitch $100 million to run ad campaigns for their movies or whatever things it is, then they're going to, and it's not just a, I, I, I don't know exactly what the splits works. I don't want to give incorrect information. Um, but okay, so, so the ad revenue share adds up to 55% net ad revenue so we're not even talking about like small amounts these are big ad incentives that like you're actually getting a piece of what twitch twitch is getting campaigns 
And you're like getting a piece, like a real piece of the pie. You're not getting some sort of like a, like some sort of YouTube distribution where you're getting like $2 per thousand views. Like, you know, Twitch is really hooking up with, with the ad revenue because they want to incentivize. They want to pay their streamers well via ads so they keep playing ads so they can keep buying, getting more ad buys so they can keep actually make money. That's what I believe is really going on. That's what's being whispered and, and in some cases being shouted on Twitter that I'm reading is it's all because Twitch is moving into the ad space. The subscription space is really for the streamer. It's not really for Twitch. Yeah, they make a lot of money off subs, especially since they added in gifting subs. They found a way to get into the pie. But I think the big hit, like where they really want to get their money and where they can really become profitable, like take their, 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 their profits to another level, is through ads. And that's why we're having this shit shoved down our throats. Um, and they're, they're almost, I know strong arming is probably a bit of a, an aggressive term to use. I can't really think of any, I guess, I guess the word I'll use is they are gently pushing. They're coercing. They're coercing. There you go. They're coercing uh, a little bit. They're coercing streamers to play these ads. And what they're doing is they're, they're taking a bit off the top because who gives a flying F if the smaller streamers are spamming ads? They're small streamers. They're not bringing in anything. They need to penetrate the top. They need to penetrate that 0.01% of Twitch streamers to play the ads. That's when the, the ad revenue really starts pouring in. And that's why it's only affecting them. If they, if, if, if they wanted to just keep all of their top streamers super happy and do nothing, they would have just left the 70-30 split and still give the ad incentives. But if a streamer's making hundreds of thousands of dollars a month or tens of thousands of dollars a month in subs, then a lot of them go, why am I going to blast my stream, my community with ads? I'm already making, I'm already filthy rich. Like why, what's an extra $10,000 a month to play these ads and, and, and potentially lose viewers because I'm spamming so much. And then my counterparts, the other top dogs aren't spamming ads. So if I keep spamming ads, they're going to go to the other people. So what do you do? You cut off the top a little bit, make everybody at the top hurt, and, and incentivize them to, to play the ads, to make up for what they lost. Instead of saying, well, I don't want the extra. Instead, take some. And if they, if they want to play the ads, they can. And if they don't, they just want to take the cut, they can. That's what I think is going on. And it makes sense. Yeah, I, I I agree. I agree that all that makes sense. And and uh and like we had talked about that ad incentive change not that long ago, probably like within the last two months. Mm -hmm. And uh and it was you know, and we knew we knew that something was likely going to be a follow-up to that because of the sheer amount of money that Twitch was shelling out for these ads. Uh, my question is, and I'm just this. I'm just asking this as a follow up. I've never, re I, I didn't really think about it until, until now. But if, so we know, for example, that that their primary competitor, YouTube, is across all forms of monetization, a seventy thirty split. So whether it's super chats or whatever the fuck else, it's it's straight seventy thirty from from ass to 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 mouth, basically. And the whole thing is covered real real easy now. If your main competitor is doing that, and you're doing the reverse, where is Twitch's uh, endgame instead of 
why like if, if it's so if it's really about ads right where this is all the money is going to be made and it's and in twitch's eyes they can't make enough money with subscriptions to float the company now i will say this their message was fucking hilariously stupid the thing that they posted where they posted public fucking uh rates for for aws uh as 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 a discussion point around how expensive it was for them and then also targeting streamers yeah, that streamed that. 50 plus hours a week or some yeah, shit that. was absolute fucking nonsense imagine thinking that amazon buys fucking twitch specifically for their stack and then charges them public rates for the fucking aws get the fuck out of here you're not getting those rates you're getting a way better fucking deal than that don't oh, try and sure. use that shit and the vast majority of streamers aren't out here streaming 200 plus hours a month that's just not the norm. So using that as some sort of those two things as weird metrics to like limp in and be like, oh, we're so poor. We need more money was a really fucking stupid thing of them to do. But let's say it is that the ads are, are where they're trying to do their long term profitability. Uh, and so why take away 7030 at all when you could leave 7030 and, and just move it instead of it being a mythological creature to slay? Say, OK, guys, look. 7030 has kind of been in the, back, in the background for some time. It's been an attainable thing through various means, but now we want to actually make it as a landmark for certain streams to work towards. To have the 7030 in the exact same way in which now every 7030 uh, uh, is grandfathered, technically, because they're only leaving this for current, like existing yeah. 7030 contracts. So. Uh, and, and they, and they fucked themselves because they never wrote themselves and out in these contracts to be able to, to, uh, to change it up. So uh, why not though, just have that be the norm everywhere. You hit some threshold, May, you hit the threshold, for example, where they actually believe that the ads start to become a, a factor. I told you, I just explained it is I believe Mm -hmm. That they're they're taking a little bit off the top on all the top guys and gals that, that yes. stream on the platform yeah. to incentivize them to run ads. Because if they stay at 70-30 and they're they're dude, these streamers are filthy fucking rich. I no, mean No 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 no. I think you're like, misunderstanding me. I'm I'm saying I'm saying leave this as a benchmark to let's say three thousand subs was suddenly now your contract can be seventy thirty split for the first hundred K and then change to fifty fifty every until the end of your contract year just like they're doing with these grandfathered ones mm -hmm. right and make that for everyone because their competitor is 70 30 across the fucking board and if they're if the whole idea is to incentivize people at a certain level then you make you make the entry point to 70 30 even if you're not going to give it to everyone like youtube you make the entry point the 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 tipping point for where they are currently making their calculations which we assumed was somewhere in the neighborhood based on their hundred thousand dollars a year of loosely three thousand subs a month so if you made it so that everyone that hits a three thousand sub a month threshold for let's say a certain number of months let's say two three months or whatever to prove that you're going to hold those numbers and it wasn't just like a guy came in and gifted like six yeah. million subs and you said all right your contract can now be 70 30 split up to 100k and then after that it's 50 50 oh, okay. going forward okay, yeah, I so I so i like youtube's doing everything but let's say twitch doesn't want to go that route why not have an have a goal post for aspiring streamers on the platform to hit 70 30 and then have them and then everyone's still incentivized to run ads because right now 
they're doing what you're doing, what you're saying. They're taking, they're taking it off the top, but it's not, but there's no, there's no low end, there's no low end incentive for like starting streamers. Yeah. I mean, I don't, yeah, I, here's the thing is I actually don't know the inner workings of the 70, 30 split and what, what qualifies a streamer for that. Um, nobody does. Cause I think I personally think it's been completely random for 10 years. Yeah. I mean, I, I got mine a decade ago. Right. So, um, yeah, exactly. or, or not a decade, but like Close seven to. or eight years ago. Right. Yeah. Um, and I got mine through a handshake, you know, in person. So, yeah. uh, but Twitch was a very, very different thing back then. And I've stayed yes. on the platform and I've had thousands of subs since. Right. Yeah. So whatever the qualification was, I've always been qualified, but, um, people are still getting 70, 30 splits. I just think it has to do with um, how many subs you have, and then if you if maybe if you have a manage uh, some some streamers have managers like uh, like uh, representation like uh, that you can go to directly for any issues. Mm. Um, I don't know; it's hard for me to speak upon this because I I, I actually have no idea, so I'm speculating. Yeah. Um, because I don't think there's anything in the background on the back end that like, hey, if you hit this many subs, you're now getting a seventy thirty split. I don't think that exists. No, I don't think it exists. I'm saying, I'm saying, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they actually, have it? Why wouldn't they implement other... that? Correct. Well, yeah. I, because they don't need to, right? So it's like, why would we give money? Here's the thing: YouTube, Facebook, they're they're you know, yeah, both of them are 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 doing fine. YouTube obviously better than Facebook. Um, you know, they're they're on the come up. Uh, big time in, in the streaming world. But I still think Twitch is in a, in, a, in a league of its own. And I think now at first Twitch was concerned about the competition. And so they were buying people up. There was these bidding wars. And the only ones that really benefit from it were the streamers that were getting these multi-million dollar bags. Um, and if they got in cl- early enough, they got to renew and make another bag. Now it's becoming harder and harder for streamers to get these big lucrative deals unless you're a massive streamer or you have a massive YouTube following and then YouTube wants to take you over. And if you look closely, a lot of these pickups are all these friends that all live together in LA or Texas and they're, they're, they're all in these circles, right? It's, just, it's, it's, it's all about who you know, right? And then they use, they use friendship and collaboration as leverage. Very smart. You know, the, the streamers aren't dumb. Um, uh, so good on them. Make, make their money. But I think now Twitch, and once again, speculation, I think now Twitch is, is getting out of that rat race, you know, and you can kind of tell from when they're like, hey, you can now stream on multiple platforms. You just can't stream on YouTube and Facebook at the same time. At the same time. You know, um, I think that Twitch is saying, you know what? These streamers are going to do what they're going to do. At the end of the day, we've built this brand over the last decade plus, and it stands for itself. And the reality is people want to be on Twitch. And I don't think that Twitch is going to go out of their way to make um, newer content creators thrive. I think their focus is on the big content creators and, the, and, and pushing the middle-sized content creators that have promised so they become big. I'm not saying that they don't care about their new, their, their, their new streamers. Of course they do because they could be the future and they will be the future. But I think that that they aren't getting too ahead of themselves and they're not as worried as they used to be. And now they're just worried about becoming more profitable and making money and kind of going from there. I, this, this whole streaming wars thing, it's not as intense as it used to be. It's still there, but I think YouTube has its lane, Facebook has its lane, Twitch has its lane. 
and Twitch is always going to be on the top, I think indefinitely. I, and, and no matter how many fuck-ups Twitch does or um, bad PR they get or decisions they make that don't make no sense, I just think that it's in culture, it's ingrained that Twitch. You look at it when every streamer I've seen that left YouTube or Facebook and they come back to Twitch, what do they all say? I'm coming home. I'm coming home. And everybody gets excited and they have bigger viewerships and whatnot. You've seen what Ninja did the other day, which I think was pretty cool. Is he's he, streaming I, everywhere he's all streaming once. everywhere. So he just got rid of his partnership, right? <laughs> his sub button. And he's saying, all right, if you're going to let me stream, he streams everywhere. And he does that. And then he, got, he, he gets like 10 times more viewers because he's everywhere. And if you're smart and you're big enough, these subscription stuff, like I don't think people understand. For, for streamers like me and smaller streamers, um, and even a little bit bigger than me, the, the subs mean a great deal. But for these streamers that have tens of thousands of viewers or even 5K, 7K, 10K concurrent, the sub money is peanuts. It's side money. The sponsorship deals are in the millions with an M. And at the very bare minimum, hundreds of thousands just on the brand deals, like the long-term brand deals. Then you've got the one-off brand deals. We're talking promote this company. We'll give you 50 grand this month. You know, you need to have like a lot of subs, like 20,000 subs to make that type of money. The, the, the sub money is nothing. I think Twitch understands that as well, is that for the top echelon, if they, if they really want really to lure in these big streamers that already make the money, they got to incentivize them with the ads. Cut a little bit off the top so they feel like they're missing something. Like, shit. Yeah, okay, I, I got to make a lot of money, but damn, I'm getting $10,000 less a month? Holy shit, this ad incentive's here? I got to play this amount of, amount of ads per hour for however, however many hours I'm going to make this much? Man, okay. <laughs> I, I guess I kind of have to because it, it, it looks so good. Um, so that's where we are. I just think the ones that really suffer are the ones that meet that 100,000-plus qualification that have the smaller communities that can't bring in those larger ad incentives. That's why in the, in the notice, they say something along the lines of, you know, which will uh, uh, benefit and change for most streamers. You may stand to benefit from the additional ad revenue from this program if you haven't already. So they, they, they almost make it seem like, hey, you can, make, you can potentially make up this they don't say like, hey, you're guaranteed to make more because it really just depends on your community size, how many viewers you have. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe they have a bit different plan in mind and I'm just way off base. But from a streamer that's been in the space my entire career, my adult life, and I've seen the ebb and flow of Twitch and I've talked to some other people and I'm seeing some certain articles and there's some people going into deep dives about certain things and I'm mixing it all together. Ads are the future for Twitch. I really, truly believe it. And I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. I just hope that they find a way to do the ads so that they don't feel as intrusive on everybody. If they want people to play them, at least we don't have ads that are like, you remember, remember that time where ads, you play it and it'd be so fucking loud it'd blow out your speakers? At least or we don't like have that hour, anymore. Or like an hour long? Yes. Like a and random ad would be like 45 minute unskippable? Exactly, right? So... They're, they're getting smarter about it. They're getting better about it. I just think now we're in just in a weird transition 
phase. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I don't enjoy the ad incentive program because, you know, it, it, it really, it, it, what it does for me, and this is something that a lot of streamers won't talk about because it's, it's fun to shit on Twitch when you have the opportunity to shit on Twitch. And I can say this from a streamer standpoint, and I'm sure there's a lot of other streamers that will agree with me. There is something nice about this ad incentive program that I don't feel like I have to whore my viewers out that and remind them to subscribe and support me every 10 minutes because Twitch, Twitch has created a culture that like if we're not reminding people to subscribe or asking people almost like e-bagging for people to subscribe so that we can have a certain number or reach a certain goal every day and just shove this shit down the viewers' throats, it feels nice that like ever since this ad incentive program, I've lessened the amount of selling out I've done like that I do because I don't feel right playing so many ads, but then also, uh, you know, asking people to subscribe every 15, 20 minutes. And thus my sub count has taken a hit because I'm not as, I'm not hustling as hard to get, to get that sub, to get that prime before somebody uses on somebody else. It is nice to just let the ads run. The ones that don't want to see the ads, they can subscribe and they don't see any ads. And then the ones that do, it's like, it's unfortunate, but this is, this is the strong arm that like we're forced to do if we want to continue to make a living on Twitch, especially the streamers that aren't mega streamers like myself. Like I'm still in that like limbo where I'm big, but I'm not like super big, but I'm not small. So I kind of still have to hustle around a little bit to, to make a live, like to make a good living. So, you know, that, that's my two cents of, of it all. Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, what I'm interested in now is what's the next step? Because clearly this is like a step in a series of steps. This wasn't like the final destination. Yeah. So what I'm interested in now is what is the next and the next few steps. You know, what is Twitch's end goal? Because clearly they're working towards a new paradigm of 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 revenue generation on the platform uh, for themselves and by proxy the the streamers and content creators on the platform. Uh, and so I'm interested in what comes next. Uh, my, they're, you know, since they're pushing ads so hard, it wouldn't shock me if they, uh, if they start utilizing the tiers of subscriptions yeah. to, to start gating, uh, the, the no ads, yeah. uh, rule. So now it's not tier one, tier one is you get your, you know, your emotes or whatever. And then yeah. tier two, you're getting, uh, you know, you now at tier two, you get your ad free experience. Yeah. Um, you know, is it, is it, you know, maybe that's their direction. It would be um, nice too. And, and hopefully Twitch will do this. And I think because they're going into such an ad heavy platform and it's not just my stream, you see it everywhere on Twitch, bro. If you, you click on a channel, you walk in there, it's like five pre-roll ads before oh, you crazy. see anything. Like oh, yeah. it is 100%. They are going into an ad driven formula, uh, yeah, yeah. to, to, to become profitable. Um, uh, and I, I, what I hope they do is I hope that there's an ad dashboard on the back end where we can pick and choose the companies or the or the types of ads we want to run on on our stream. How many times a specific ad can be shown? Just give us a little bit more control. If you really want to partner with the partners, then allow us a little bit more flexibility to choose what type of shit we want to be played on our streams. Um, I think if they just, if they give us more control, I, I don't think 
streamers will be as combative on the change. But I think right now we're just in a weird place where they're implementing some big changes. It's affecting certain streamers. It's not affecting certain streamers at all. Like the vast majority of streamers are not affected by this. The vast majority of streamers do not make $100,000 a year in subs. Yeah. So like this is for, for a very elite level of streamers that, you know, make a lot of money to begin with. doesn't mean that you should take it. I mean, we still got to pay taxes and everything else. Like, you know, we're already getting gouged. But at the end of the day, it's not like the entire platform is being fucked by this. It's a certain people. And lastly, I believe that they're targeting this certain demographic so that the high-end guys and gals play more ads so they can get more ad buys and make more money. Well, buckle up, ladies and gentlemen, or prepare your Twitch turbos to avoid the absolute fucking ad landslide that is going to become the norm. Um, because that's just going to be the, the way that it goes now. Uh, it's it's going to be... Uh, I don't know. It'll be very interesting to see uh, how long it takes for a culture surrounding ads being okay from a viewer standpoint. And what they what they start to do to provide viewership with inroads to circumvent ads to make up their money anyway. Uh, because, uh, you know, <laughs> there's pretty much every other media platform in existence right now exists in their current state because people didn't want to watch advertisements all the time. Whether you're talking about streaming platforms... Uh, versus cable television, or you're talking about on cable television having PVR that you could then yeah. record a show and skip through all the ads, etc., etc. Everything in its current state exists on the concept of reducing the amount of ads that a viewer has to watch for a given dollar that they're paying. And so it'll be fun to see what Twitch does in, in concert with this whole move to try to give that, uh, that incentive because nobody wants five pre-roll fucking ads of 45 yeah, no. seconds a pop just yeah, to rough. see if they're interested in a stream. It's just not yeah, going to happen. So, I'm fully, I'm agreeing yeah. on you on all fronts. I'm not as upset as people. Yeah, I'm going to be affected to a degree, but... It is what it is. Like, I'm not, I'll have my pitch. It's just a out. rough look when, when your competitor is, is 70, 30 across the board is. and you're coming out with this. Like, there's no easy way to like try it and is. spin that. It, it really is. But I think, I don't even know. Like, yeah, there are competitors, but I don't even know. Are they really competitors? Not right yeah, now. I, I don't know. Yeah, I know. But I like, don't think like, Twitch gets to be on an island forever. I, I don't either. But I, but I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I know, but we've been saying that for years and it's still, they're still doing it. And, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, YouTube, I guess YouTube gaming is a competitor, but it's not at the same time. Like, it's a really weird, it's a weird thing. Well, uh, they don't have to be in a rush to try and, like, meet them. Correct. So correct. there's, it's not like, you know, it's not like Mixer that had, that was, like, aggressively trying to buy their way in in a very short period of time. YouTube could play the long game. Because if, yeah. if one of the, if you had to, like, ask me which two company is going to exist in the year 2085. YouTube. YouTube is going to be there and Twitch will not be there. A hundred percent. So, so, 100%, you know, YouTube yeah. can slow burn the fuck out of this shit and play it however they want. Yeah. And so it really does put the, um, the, the, the fate of Twitch really does, in my opinion, rest in the hands of Twitch. It doesn't rest yeah. in the hands of YouTube unless the only caveat to that would be, and I don't think this would happen unless YouTube literally woke up one day and chose violence and just decided to go fucking full bore on going yes. live streaming, then yes. Twitch is fucked. But until then, and I don't think it's yeah. going to happen, 
Twitch has their fate in the palm of their fucking hands. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, they just have to keep Daddy Bezos happy. You know, you gotta, they got to keep those jets going into space. Uh, and so you got to make those got to make those dollars. Got to get those penis rockets up to the yeah. moon. Yeah, that is uh, what it is. Oh, there you go. There's your first major topic. Let's get on. Let's see. We got a couple other ones here. Thankfully, lots of this doesn't have a lot of uh, of serious talking points. Uh, Nvidia announced their forty uh, their four thousand series of GPUs this week, Mister Black, with some absolutely monstrous pricing. They can't unfortunately make all their money through advertising, unlike some uh, around here. So they have to charge increasing amounts of money for people to buy uh, graphics cards to play uh, to play Uno on their PCs at incredible four K resolutions. Uh, the forty ninety, Mister Black. Set to launch at sixteen hundred U.S. dollars. Eye watering. That's and keep in mind that's their MSRP, which means oh, it's gonna you be can add higher. like yeah. three to four hundred dollars to that yeah. before they fucking get anywhere near uh, the hands of something. So you can assume close to two grand U.S., which means in Canada you're you know, close to three grand uh, for a, a forty ninety. And it doesn't get a hell of a lot better. So you step down to the 4080, uh, and the 4080 has two models. It has a 12 gig model, which is completely useless, by the way. Nobody should buy it because it's supposed to be for 4K graphics, right? 12, 12 gigs of RAM is like your absolute entry point of VRAM for 4K in any, in any stressful environment. So you don't even you ignore that. They had that listed for 800 US dollars. But don't fucking go anywhere near it. That's going to be dead in the water. Nobody should be buying that shit. The next one that's also a 4080 is their 16 gig model. Now that one has enough VRAM for the purpose it was designed for. Unfortunately, it's 1200 US dollars. So you're paying 400 more dollars to get access to what that card is technically supposed to be for, which is 4K gaming. Uh, so that's kind of fucked up. Those are the only two, as usual, when they announce these. They don't show you the, the 4070 or the 4060, the, the, the mid and upper mid-range cards. But one could assume that those will be in the neighborhood of probably 650 for the 4070 and about 400 and something for the, uh, the 4060 when they do eventually... Uh, come around. And to answer Shady's question, is this because of the microchip shortage? No! No, it is not. Uh, this is NVIDIA just, just testing the waters with how far they can push this shit into the fucking sun. It has nothing to do with it. Well, like, the you, only like, way it's gonna change is people just stop paying these ridiculous prices for these cards, but, like, I... I, I never, this is one segment that I, and, and we shouldn't stay on this forever. Cause oh, no, there's not, no, there's nothing else to say about it. Other but, than that. But, uh, you know, I, I'll say one thing. Cause I normally shut the fuck up through all this, t- this fucking tech talk. Cause it just means nothing to me. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know how they continue to sell these many cards because there's a new one. We talk about a new graphics card, Adam, every three months. I shit you not. There's a new fucking series out. It feels like every goddamn three months. Like it's I, not that frequently, but they they do they have like a half step every like I like a, a, like six to nine months after the arrival of, and then it's I mean, once once every couple of years you get an actual refresh like this one versus the third, okay. the three thousand series. It does. Okay, I know to you it seems like we're on this shit bro, all the time, bro. We talk about graphics cards every fucking three months, and we're talking about prices. We talked about Intel the up. other time. That was what you're thinking of last time. Oh, okay. Intel's Intel's uh, specifically okay. for like encoding video on the last one. Yeah, this it's is, just this like is, yeah. dude. I bought my 2080 Ti. I think that's what I got. A 2080 Ti. Yeah, begrudgingly shit. because your shit died. My shit literally <laughs> went on, caught on fire, <laughs> and I had to go and buy one. Right, and I paid like two grand for it. No so joke. So much I money. Fucked. I yeah. actually got fucked. But here's the deal: my graphics card works perfectly fine. 
Oh yeah. It plays all games, all, all like brand new game come out right now. It would crush it. Why in the sweet fuck are people going out and spending 1600 US dollars for graphics cards that you don't even need right now? Like I mean Bro. bro the look, listen. We're in a goddamn listen. recession. Listen. That, listen. There are people like you want to know the secret to this? You want to know the fun part about this? These have gotten... It's not just the upfront cost now, Mr. Black. Oh. These cards take up... Some of these cards take up four PCIe slots. That's so fucking dumb! And then it's, what? You gotta go buy a jumbo motherboard for $1,000 to you gotta buy. You gotta things. buy a... Well, you can buy you a motherboard buy a that supports it. But the, it, fucking a battery dude, or a fucking power supply. They come with a stand to hold it up because it would rip the fucking motherboard to pieces because it weighs so much. Then you need, you know what the minimum power supply requirement is that they're, Wait, that, they're need, that they're stating? What do you need, like fucking eight hundred? Eight fifty if you have an AMD system. If you're running Intel, you should really be thinking about twelve hundred watts at this point. Because the Intel chips are getting thirstier and thirstier, and these graphics cards are pulling like 500 watts. Why? Like just why? the just the graphics card. I just, like, I just don't get it. Like, 500 watts. I just don't feel bad. For, like listen, the ones that are buying these cannot complain. The ones that the ones that are buying these cards, they just can't complain about these prices, man. Because it's not even the card. It's like it's like going to buy it's like going to buy a, a Ferrari. Okay. You you go you go to buy a Ferrari, and they're like, man, this fucking Ferrari is four hundred thousand dollars. Holy shit, this is fucking expensive. But you know the ones that are buying it should be rich. Like, yes. They, they yeah. should they should be rich. Yeah. But then when you buy the Ferrari, they don't realize that it's going to cost you three thousand dollars for an oil change. You want fucking you want you want new tires on there. You want new rubbers, and you're going to go through a set every year, bare minimal. You're driving a Ferrari, okay? You that's leave the driveway, another, that's half the tread on your tire. That's going to cost you another five grand right there. Just your upkeep maintenance a year will cost you like $12,000 a year. Insurance? Ain't no joke. Gas? <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> it's the same thing with these graphics cards. You're going to go spend $1,600 on a graphics card, but then you're going to need to go spend $1,000 on a motherboard. Then you're going to need to go spend $500 on a fucking PSU. Then you're going to need to go and fucking spend... Whatever else the fuck you need to spend to get all this shit going, so get fucked. You know you you want to you want to you want to buy a two thousand dollar graphics card. Get ready to own a seven thousand dollar PC to run it. <laughs> then we're going to talk about the power that you're actually going to use to fucking run the damn thing. Five hundred watts, bro. Like, Five hundred I mean, just for the graphics card. It's just some some of the processors crazy. are at three fifty to four hundred now. It's crazy. It, uh, it, it's it's absolutely people are insane. Burn, people are you know what the equivalent people don't understand this. Some of these systems are pushing a point now where they're almost the equivalent of running a high powered blender in your kitchen the entire time you're gaming. Yes, you're drawing yes. over so a thousand power. watts from your wall constant all day. All day, all day you're gaming. Yep. Your power bill will literally go up hundreds of dollars. Just from putting that GPU in your fucking in your fucking PC. Here's it's the problem wild. though, and why it's a bit of an issue, is that what they do is they discontinue older cards really quick. They pull them off shelves even faster, and your only options, like when you went in and you had to buy yours, you, you don't have you get fucked. You don't have an option. Oh, you literally option. you you have to. Well, here's the option, and what I think is going to happen 
You know what looks really good? An Xbox Series X with Game Pass. Looks real fucking good right now. I see you got right there. Looks real good. Right there. Right there. Mini, re- mini refrigerator. Hey, there's your $7,000 replacement. There you go. There you go. There you go. Less less than less than eight hundred bucks Canadian. You got yourself you got yourself a console and a year worth of just infinite games. I I don't know, man. I don't get it. I, I mean, I understand it if you're a minor, if you're if you're an animation, you're you're doing something where like you can write this stuff off. You need it for your business. You know, technology is getting bigger. It needs more. But for your everyday consumer, holy fuck me, man. You, That's insane, crazy, bro. Just crazy as hell. But hey, Re- remember you got the money. Remember when we built your last really powerful one when we were first getting bigger in streaming? Like back back way back in the day, we bought your 1080 Ti. Yes. That launched in Canada at like six hundred dollars or some shit. Yeah. And, even and we everyone were like, back then were like, oh because we dang. were used to like high end cards being like five hundred, four fifty. Yeah. For 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 a good graphics card, you know. We you haven't get in even there. gone a decade into the future. Nah, bro. We're, we're they're launching at two grand. 1600 US. <laughs> no. Anyway. Hard pass. Godspeed. Uh, I'm hoping my, graphic, my graphics card does not oh, you explode. Better, you Please. Better pray, you better pray to the gods. <laughs> you better fight. You know what you should do? You should be preemptively buying a fucking graphics card on the market. Right now, now, right now and putting it in a box in and, a room. And, and, and inside the closet and wait for the day your shit blows up. Because if it's not, true. you're going to be you're gonna be left with a dick in your hand going, shit, I well, got no want- choice. You want the follow-up one-two punch here? EVGA said NVIDIA is garbage to work with. So garbage, in fact, that they're leaving the graphics card game altogether. So the one company that you and I have been buying you, getting you EVGA cards for years, and myself included, because they're the best third-party fucking graphics card maker, period. The second being maybe Asus on a good day. They're gone. Bye-bye. Because Crazy, NVIDIA man. is so shat to fucking right. work with. They've literally get out the game. Dude, in now, 10 years, it's going to be, in, have a PC, it's going to be a $10,000 machine in 10 years. <laughs> That's to play Tetris, bro. We'll That's be playing so 4K Ray Trace Tetris for $15,000. Oh, shit, man. Last week, Mr. Black, Ubisoft announced, along with some five upcoming Assassin's Creed games, and I'm not joking. They literally announced like five Assassin's Creed games in one sitting. So uh, they basically announced one because they're all the same anyway. Yeah, more or less. Well, there's two flavors now, so I'll get into that. There's two flavors of Assassin's Creed now, Mr. Black. So they announced five of them. They also said they're joining PlayStation in the move to making all of their AAA titles start at 70 US dollars. Buckle the fuck up. Uh, (laughs) to go along with your $1,600 graphics card. Uh, among the myriad of Assassin's Creed announcements, one that is set in Japan was announced, which stood out given the fact that they had previously said they didn't want to actually go down that road. But my assumption is, after the success of Sekiro and uh, Ghost of Tsushima, they changed their mind. They went, oh shit, people really want that. We should probably do it. And so they are. Uh, and to mention the, the two flavors about this, so the two top titles that they, uh, that people are talking about are Assassin's Creed Mirage, and then I can't remember, they called, like, the J- Japanese one Code Red, very fucking original, uh, which isn't the actual title, it's like the project name for now. Uh, but Mirage is more of the original, like, let's say Assassin's Creed 1 and 2, what we got back then. 
So a- actual Assassin's Creed. The Japanese-based one is going to be more like their more recent titles, which was more like an open-world RPG kind of a situation, um, which is what those games trended towards, and then eventually just full-on became fucking open-world RPGs. Uh, they, they weren't really Assassin's Creed anymore. So we're getting the two flavors now. Uh, we're getting OG, and we're getting open-world RPG. And so there you have it. You got five of them to choose from. One of them has to stick, Mr. Black. They threw five games at a wall. One of them has to stick. And it better stick for 70 fucking US dollars when they launch that shit. Perhaps the best news old people like us may or may not have heard in a while. Goldeneye, Mr. Black! They finally fucking figured it out. The most complicated and convoluted licensing fucking rat's nest in gaming history. The Goldeneye 007. Well, you wouldn't think it was the case, but it is. They finally figured it out. Microsoft had partial rights. Nintendo Probably had partial rights. Sold. Yeah, part, yeah. Well, even before that. So as far as the games go, to that specific one, Goldeneye 007, the N64 game. Because everyone's been like, everything has been remastered, re-released. Re- Where the fuck is Goldeneye? People have been saying this for like, like fucking 10 plus years. Well, it's mostly because Microsoft, partial rights. Nintendo, partial rights. And so unless they, they got together and both agreed to something, it was never going to fucking happen. But it seems like it's finally fucking happened. And here we go. So, there are two different releases, and they're very different releases. Microsoft side is getting the treatment of the, the like, a AI upscaled uh, 4K. It's still the original graphics. It's just being upscaled to a 4K and, and you know, an actual full frame rate of 30 or 60, probably 60. Not the, you know, the 10 to 24 that we got on the, uh, the N64. Uh, and local multiplayer is being supported. Uh, within that package. No online multiplayer for the Xbox because they would need to create and maintain uh, actual servers for this thing. And in order for that to go by, Nintendo's side is releasing theirs. And Nintendo's is if you want to get more of the emulated experience. Because theirs, like their other N64 releases on the Switch, is literally an emulated N64 version of that game. And they are also adding on their, like, faked multiplayer. So the N64 games on their platform, like, uh, that they have up to this point, several of them have this, like, faked multiplayer. It's, it's kind of like back in the day, if you emulated, if you emulated N64 games, there were, there were a couple of patches that you could put in an emulator that would allow you to do multiplayer with people over the internet within these games uh, the, that it fakes, it makes the emulator think everyone's in the same room using certain, you know, the, the four controllers. That's what Nintendo is doing with their emulated stuff, essentially, more or less. And that's what they're doing with this one. So you, you'll get the original GoldenEye, assuming it's not broken, like some of the emulated stuff has been on the Switch, plus the online. But it, I would be hesitant to say that's going to be incredible because it's Nintendo and it's online and it's emulated all at the same time on a Switch. It's probably not going to be that hot. And honestly, if I was going to get anything... The Xbox offering, personally, for me, way better. I get, like, 60 FPS. I get oh, yeah. up to 4K, so full 4K on my TV. And I so you play split screen on a big-ass TV. You get the guys come over, yeah. and you go back in a time machine. That's, the, that's what you want. You don't that's need more play. than that. Yeah, I yeah, know. Fuck that. That's the play right there. So that's pretty fire. So I'm kind of excited about that. That might be enough to get me to buy a fucking Xbox by itself. Because it's only coming to the Xbox, not the PC Game Pass. 
Well, good news, so, you can actually buy Xboxes. So you can, you, can you walk out and buy and one. I just went to Best Buy and bought an Xbox. It's true. It's that easy. I was trying to wait for the uh, the two terabyte model to eventually drop before I bought one, uh, but this might push me. It might bro, push me over the edge. That I'll play on it, bro. One terabyte is probably way more than enough. <laughs> Unless it's Call of Duty, then yeah, you need like play, I'm never playing Call of Duty. Sixty-seven so. terabytes for yeah. Call of Duty, but that's true. That is very true. Uh, mm, 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 where am I now? Ah, not long after people were confused and a bit upset about the prospect of having Overwatch Two characters locked behind the paid part of the battle pass that they announced, the replacement for the the crates. Uh, it was clarified that the new characters are apparently going to be part of the free Battle Pass tier. So you can be, you know, free to play, still unlock the new characters as they appear in the Battle Pass. Uh, that is possible. Now, how much work you're going to have to do to get to them, I couldn't tell you. Uh, also this week, though, in relation to uh, to that, the lead character designer, Jeff Goodman, was announced to have left Blizzard earlier in the year. So this happened earlier. I never heard about it uh, before, and they were just, they were they were saying this as if they were just uh, publicly announcing this for the first time. Uh, but, uh, that might also be part of the reason why, of course, Overwatch 2 was a bit rough, uh, along the road to release. They hemorrhaged a lot of people, including their lead character designer, it appears. Uh, 343 Industry took another hit in the news cycle this week, Mr. Black, big shocker, I know, as the longtime head of the studio, Bonnie Ross, announced that she was stepping down earlier than intended. Uh, it's earlier because of family illness, I believe it was, that she listed, but she was uh, going to uh, be leaving in the fall of this year either way. Uh, and this is not, uh, this, uh, this is my own personal notes here, but this not being related to Infinite's performance seems basically 0% chance. Uh, you know, it's, it's very unlikely uh, as they continue to struggle to bring anything for this game together. Forge, I think we've talked about before, is probably their only hope for now. Um, but yeah, you really do, you really do have to believe that somebody has to take the fall eventually. Somebody is going to get blame one or more people for the performance of Halo Infinite and, uh, and the Halo brand in general. And Bonnie Ross has had the helm for, well, since 343 was basically, uh, instituted. So, uh, there you have it. More, just, just more rough times over there, 343. It's, uh, it's, it's a tough, tough life over there. Uh, Nintendo held a Direct uh, last week where we got the full title of the next Legend of Zelda game, and that is that it is going to be called The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, which is probably why they pushed the Direct away from the Queen's funeral, because holy shit, the fucking coincidence of the Queen passing and the title of the next Zelda game, too fucking good. Yeah, that wouldn't uh, have been a good look. Yeah, that, yeah, they literally delayed it. They said, in, yeah. you know, in respect to the Queen, we're going to push that one out. And people Probably were like, did. really? It's a Nintendo Direct. Like, is that... And then, and then they announced the title of the game, and everyone was like, oh! <laughs> that could have gone bad. Fair ball. Okay. I see, I see why you did that there. Uh, so they announced the full title of that. They didn't really have much else to show off about the game, uh, which is, you know, a little bit weird to me, because we're actually approaching relatively close to the release, and we've, we've seen very fucking little of this game. Uh, we also got about a million farm-related games in this Direct for some reason. Just, just, just myriad farm games uh, for whatever reason. So grab your straw hat and shovel if you own a Twitch uh, or Twitch, a Switch. You're going to need one. Uh, they also announced a couple other things, but those were pri- the, the two primary things that, uh, that were the takeaways uh, as far as I'm concerned. Then we had the PlayStation Direct, which got a bunch of people that are terrible at fighting games, super excited about Street Fighter and Tekken. 
Uh, both of the upcoming games look really, really good. People were getting excited about making a character in Street Fighter. Uh, and, uh, yay, fighting games. I'm one of those people that would be really, really terrible and have at least once or twice in my life been baited into trying to buy and play a fighting game, only to be reminded why I don't play fighting games. I'm fucking bad. Really, truly terrible. Uh, also during that, we saw, of course, uh, oh, we saw Project Eve, which we've seen before, but apparently the name has been changed to Stellar Blade is the final title name. Uh, and that got a fair amount of social, positive, uh, social, uh, social buzz. Then we saw God of War Ragnarok and Big Shocker Mr. Black. It proceeded to blow the tits off of everyone. Look good. Shocking. That God of War Ragnarok looked fucking incredible. Visually, anyway, I know the gameplay is neither here nor there for me like the original one, but I mean, the, uh, you, you can't say that they're not fucking good looking games because they are. Also, we discovered during this, uh, uh, around this time that Yakuza devs let everyone know that Yakuza uh, being used as the game names moving forward is over. Uh, as it's no longer really part of that series, they will move forward with the Like a Dragon name instead. And we had Yakuza Like a Dragon, and then some spin-offs from that, and now it's just going to be Like a Dragon, and Yakuza is not going to be part of the naming convention any further. Xbox, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, made, a, uh, uh, made an attempt to uh, convince people in the Japanese market that they should buy an Xbox uh, at the Tokyo Game Show as well in the last week. Uh, BlazBlue and Guilty Gear coming to Xbox in 2023. Nino Kuni Remaster was announced and is available right now on Game Pass with the second Nino Kuni game uh, coming in 2023. And Xbox really does keep trying to win people over in Japan, but my God, it's like the, it just seems to be like this impossible uh, task for them to break into the market. Although the S has given them a little bit of leeway, it's certainly not been uh, easy for them over there. And arguably the largest leak in gaming history, Mr. Black, a hacker was able to gain access to Rockstar's Slack, allowing them to pull over 90 videos and possibly even source code to Grand Theft Auto 6. And I have to assume that the RP community talked a little bit about this amongst themselves uh, in the last uh, few days. Uh, but just an absolutely monstrous leak definitely as far as i'm concerned the biggest in in history if if not in size certainly in uh in importance uh you know, there are few games that a leak of this magnitude would mean more to to the the industry than a, a grand theft auto game uh and uh this was a bad one the real bad and the guy that did it was also the guy that hacked uber and had the balls to to actually say that he was willing to talk with rockstar uh, about possible, you know, possible way to, you know, bring this to a resolution. Uh, instead, what's happening is the FBI said, we're going to look into this. Oh, that guy's fucked. Very. I mean, he picked, he picked, he picked, yeah, I mean, he better. The, I said in my tweet, the only, the I only mean, company boy. I can think of that I would want less legal heat from than Rockstar. Nintendo. Disney. Oh, Disney. Yeah. Well, there you go. For Disney me, it's Disney, Rockstar, Nintendo. Nintendo gets litigious, but over like really weird shit and like kind of like not huge. Yeah. Oh, Disney rock, will come for your Rockstar, life. Rockstar oh. come for your life. Man, As, that guy is going to be, uh, he better, he better have some good anonymity on the internet, man, because they coming. Oh, oh boy. They, you think they're just going to, you think that they just said, oh, okay, this is a leak. That's it. Just whatever. Ignore it. Well, that, that's, I think the scariest part is when they did do their public release, it was really low-key. 
And I was like, oh, no, that's the kind of shit that, you know, there's the, always the person, you know, the people that you need to be concerned about when they're angry are not necessarily the ones that, like, scream and yell and stomp around the room the and all that shit. Ones in the back. It's the one that's quiet yeah, that suddenly like... stand up. And then you're like, oh, wait, they don't do that. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> that's... That's yeah. that's who that's who they that's who they decided to go to war with. So, I mean, he must uh, be a hell of a hacker. I'll tell you that he must be a hell of a freaking hacker. Well, it so. depends. You know, if it's on Slack, you know, it could be as simple as one employee had a shit password and it's game over, right? Like depending yeah. on which employee it is. Um, you know, that's kind of just the way that it goes these days. It was unlikely that it was like a direct server on Take Two's fucking end that they managed to get access to. Uh, so yeah, it's just a, a, but that's wild. Now the upside is, as far as I'm concerned, look great. Considering how fucking early the footage was, I was like, yeah, fuck me. Yeah, pretty yeah. good. And it's Grand Theft Auto, really. It's going to be a good game. Like, fucking relax. It's fine. It's fucking okay. Not to be outdone, Mr. Black. Blizzard had uh, looked at this news cycle with the leak and said, Leaks! We can do that! And release some of their own. Uh, and if you, th- if you ask me if I believe that this serendipitously happened basically inside of 24 to 48 hours of the of the take two one that took over the internet for a while uh so that they couldn't also hop on the social media bandwagon where every time somebody put in leaks they might actually take a look at one of blizzard's games instead of somebody else's i tell you you're probably wrong uh because this shit came out it was like 40 minutes of very specific diablo 4 footage leaked uh allegedly coming out of an internal family and friends test play uh event but again and this is why i also think it's probably it's probably intentional it looked pretty good. It's not super early shit. The game yeah. looked great. It was just a 40-minute fucking demo that they could piggyback off of, like, the biggest leak in fucking history. Yeah. That shit didn't happen at the same time. That come on planted, now. planted, man. They knew come what they on were doing. Come on, come Starting on. Starting some buzz. <laughs> uh, and the last thing I've got on this list, Mr. Black, we're bringing it home in a big way, and if you want to bring it up to get the official full number, Star Citizen has passed the half a billion dollar mark raised. Woo! Oh, let's go. Keep hustling. Woo! Keep it hustling. happened. They made it happen. $500 million. Can you look that? Can we see the actual number? Because you know what happens? Sometimes you hit that number and it just like it kind of fucking snowballs. I'm wondering if it if it crawled across the line or if they rocketed past that shit. Uh, I don't even know here. I don't even know where to find it on the damn. Oh, okay, site. one one sec. I, I, ju- I just I just saw the. Uh, That's so crazy. Yeah, they have it on funding stats on their website here. I got I got you. Uh oh, they crawled. So it's five hundred million two hundred and nine thousand nine oh five. Yeah, at this that. point. And still not a release date in sight, Mr. Black. Yeah. Nowhere to be found. Yeah. Remember in 2015? Uh, dude. I think it was 2015. Dude. Robert came out and was like, hey, by the end of this year, backers are going to have everything that they paid for. And a little bit more. That was an actual quote. We're dude, in the year dude. 2022, the year of our Lord, shit. at $500 million. That's so, that's so crazy. The camp, the campaign start. It says in 2012, they had a two million dollar, two million. They're at five hundred million dollars. Ten years. 
Oh. oh. So, much, so much money. Bro. I'm still, I, so- I think somebody mentioned what happened. I think it was probably like, I don't know if it was like one of their conventions or whatever, but in May alone of this year, they pulled t- just shy 21 mil in the month of May. Yeah, they did. I'm looking at it right now. Twenty. They made $21 million. What like, the fuck? That's, they've officially hit the, the, the more or less opening funds for Halo Infinite's 10-year live service plan. Crazy. Crazy. God bless. I, you know what? Shoutouts to RSI. They're going to, they're going to a billion, baby. They're going, they're going they're, to a billion. <laughs> I won't be happy swear, until they've reached a billion. I won't be, I won't well, be happy. I'll be real sad if they don't hit at least three quarter of a mil or a bill. If they hit yeah. 750, I'll be, I'll, be ha- I'll, I'll be satisfied, but I won't be truly satisfied until I see this absolute space-rocketed dumpster fire hit a billion dollars. It's impressive. It's very impressive indeed. Uh, and that's it, Mr. Black, which means we can spin ourselves over into a little bit of sellout. We got patreon.com slash lag TV. Head on over there, support the podcast in any way that you can if you can't afford to throw money at the screen that's okay just make sure you keep following watching sharing all that stuff um or you can support our sponsor we've got nordvpn um just re-sign with them until at least the end of the year so we still got some time so make sure over this holiday season you guys are picking yourself up uh a nordvpn subscription Use that promo code OTT on nordvpn.com slash OTT. Link is in the description if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, Get yourself a massive discount plus four bonus months for a limited time when you get that uh, two-year subscription or more. It's a great way to stay safe and anonymous when you're on the internet. Watch different regions of Netflix and other streaming services at the click of a button. That's right. It's that easy. My dad uses Nord. I use Nord. Anybody can use Nord. You can use it on your, sm- on your smartphone, your TV. Your, um, you can hook it directly up to your router if you want. You can have up to six simultaneous devices. Works on Mac, your desktop, um, your iPod, pad, whatever the kids are using these days. You can use NordVPN. If you're traveling, if you're at public Wi-Fi places, why in the world would you use their public Wi-Fi when you can use NordVPN to log in through their Wi-Fi? Do it. Make it happen. Use NordVPN. Stay safe. Stay anonymous. It's 2022. Look what happened to Rockstar. All right? And they're massive. And you know they got all kinds of security. Go and get yourself at least a VPN. And stay protected, guys. And with up to six simultaneous devices on one account that you can have, you only need one account per household. You're done. It's less than a grande cinnamon dolce latte a month at Starbucks. We're talking a cup of coffee a month for the costs. Plus... When you factor in four bonus months when you use the promo code OTT, it's even less than that. It's like half a cup of coffee. All right? So head on out there. Support them. They support us. Even if you're up for renewal and your time is up or your, your subscription is about to end, jump on the promo and lock that in so that you guys can take advantage of that. And uh, I know a lot of you guys have been. A lot of you have been using them for years. I've had zero, zero complaints from anybody that has got NordVPN through us. Not one. And I'm not even making that up. Not one. I've been with them for years. It works. You can game on them. You can stream on them. You can game and stream on them. 
And if for whatever reason you do have a problem, 30-day money-back guarantee, no questions asked. Try it out for 30 days, don't like it, get your money back. That's it. Incredible. And now it's time for... Movies and TV. Hey, guess what? A bunch of racists got upset about a black woman starring in The Little Mermaid. Shocker. That Gran Turismo movie, by the way, Mr. Black, going to star David Harbour, apparently. Get the Stranger Things bro up in it. Uh, it's also going to be based on a true story. Somehow. Uh, that's quite a cast of, of people getting it tied to this thing at this point. So, uh, you know, it's looking like more and more like it's a, a good shot at being a pretty good, uh, a pretty good film, uh, which is going to be impressive given, you know, it's Gran Turismo. So like, you know, what, what are you going to do there? You know, Ford versus Ferrari. Is that basically where the direction we're going here? Probably, probably something like that. Uh, somehow Mr. Black, the Depp vs. Heard trial is already becoming a movie. We haven't even gotten out of the year yet. They're already on that, that shit. I believe that. <laughs> uh, however, I mean, it's not, it's not like it's going to be in theaters or some shit. Uh, it's going to be called, and this is one of the worst titles I've ever seen, Hot Take, The Depp Slash Herd Trial. And it is going to be uh, featured specifically on, and exclusively on, or debuting at least exclusively on, Tubi. Whatever the fuck that is. I actually All don't right. know what Tubi is. I'm not interested in that in the least bit. No. No, I watched the real thing, and no movie is ever going to do that justice. Li- nope. Never. Never. You watch that shit in real time. It's been recorded ad infinum by every fucking person on YouTube. You could watch the whole thing in real time. Way more entertaining than whatever that movie's going to be. And imagine trying to cast somebody to play Johnny Depp. How oh. in the fuck do you emulate Johnny Depp well enough to do that? Good luck. No, thanks. Uh, and lastly here, we talked about it maybe being cool to see uh, a few months ago now, I believe, but it might actually be happening now. Warner Bros. is apparently bringing Keanu Reeves, and I believe his name is Francis Lawrence or something along those lines uh, as the director, back for another Constantine movie, Mr. Black. Mm. Getting a follow-up to Constantine. You know what? Like I said many months ago now. Yes. I'll watch that. Constantine was a pretty fun movie. You know, it's yeah, not it all right. it's not a fucking Oscar winner, of course, but it's fun. It's a fun movie. And uh definitely would be interested in seeing uh, an older grizzled Constantine in uh with you know current Keanu Reeves. And so that would so, be uh that'd be good. I know there's no more, but I just Yeah, what are you got something else? Uh, yeah. So this okay. is just funny. So Uh-oh. there's a movie coming out next year. Okay. All right. And this is based on a true story. All right. Okay. You can't make this up. Okay. You can't make this up. All right. All right. It's called Cocaine Bear. All right. Oh no, they're not making a movie on this. So there was there was uh there was like uh an American black bear that yes that ate a duffel bag full of cocaine in 1985. Yes. yes. And there's a movie all about this bear going on a fucking rampage high yes. on cocaine. Um. So are we talking like are we talking like Sharknado level movie? I because it has I to be right. So. I want to say so because I'm looking at the cast right now, and it's just like it's probably going to be something really fucking dumb. But yeah, anyway, it's caught it's caught my eye. I'm going to watch it. It's called Cocaine Bear. If you guys want to Google it, whatever it's uh, it's coming out. Um, bro, yeah. yeah I mean, I, they, it could have been not based on a real life story. And if you make a movie called Cocaine Bear, I might watch it. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm gonna watch it. Bro. <laughs> I'm gonna watch this movie. It's intriguing. Holy Who doesn't want to see a fucking massive bear high on cocaine eating people? Sure, I'm I'm in. First of all, shout out to that bear for surviving, eating a duffel bag of of <laughs> '80s cocaine. And because wow. you know that shit wasn't exactly fucking the cleanest coke in the fucking world, I imagine. But an '80s duffel bag full of cocaine and surviving for any period of time really is mm. impressive, and not having their heart explode instantaneously uh and uh, otherwise i think that's it i haven't really been watching anything um i'm still waiting uh, as i believe you are for the two major shows to kind of run their course before watching the seasons of those yep yep and yep, so that means it's time to uh move on to tech support patreon.com slash lag tv if you want to uh, financially support the podcast and help keep this bad boy going that's the place to do it for ten dollars more a month to get a couple of things eventually people that that hundred dollars i'm going to be sending out another uh message to everyone uh once i moved into this home sometime before my retirement i'm going to go back to uh to redoing the list for everyone to get their uh their their stuff their physicals but otherwise ten dollars more a month gets you a couple of perks chiefly you get to ask us questions each and every week in a post that i put up before the podcast called tech support we answer as many as we can in the time that we have and so let's see what we got this week which is going to be a little thin because we went live two hours ahead of time people weren't prepared they weren't prepared they weren't prepared for this this hour uh called deer says uh, we are five years after the final expansion for anything officially starcraft related and according to a couple of youtubers they are in the golden age of modding for starcraft to me it's painful to know that something so amazing and awesome is never going to have any resurgence or extra life brought back into it i can't even convince my closest friends to give it a try do you feel any sadness about it still or did that pain happen soon after legacy of the void's release how do we feel about the 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 state of StarCraft, Mister Black? Uh, I I I don't have a feeling. Like I'm uh, I'm detached at this point. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, StarCraft's my favorite game in the world. Um, you know, it's done a lot for me. But I also I'm I'm also a realist, and it's just it's run its course. It's run its course. Um. Obviously, we do have that Frost Giant game that's coming out next year, or at least playable version of it, a beta of some sort. Um, so that that's going to be the closest thing that you're going to get to to another StarCraft. Hopefully, that's good, and we can continue to to play RTS for another decade plus. Um, if not, you know, StarCraft is StarCraft is still big enough that it's not going anywhere. Like it's always there to play. People are going to play it and enjoy it. Um, but its heyday is gone. You know, it's like, it's like a, it's like a fighter in its prime, you know, it's, um, it's, 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 it, it's, it's no longer what it used to be. Um, and it's not celebrated anymore. The, the devs are gone. The, the, the love, the passion is gone. Do, am I angry? No. Am I sad? Not particularly. I got, I got what I wanted out of that relationship. Still love the game. Can pick it up whenever and still have fun with it and still hate it at the same time. Um, it's Starcraft. So to answer your question, I don't really have a feeling one way or another. Um, I actually prefer it to be in this state than uh, in, a, in a state where Blizzard is half in, half out. Nobody really knows what's going on. At least the cards are out on the table. And now it's up to the community to keep the game alive um, in any way, shape, or form. So that's my answer. 
Yeah, StarCraft is kind of in a place right now that Brood War was in, in, you know, the early 2000s, where the the esports side of it was pretty much exclusively kept afloat by Korea, and the rest of it was more or less kept afloat by people modding the game with the, the you know, the arcade uh, back end and people playing tower defense and dbz fucking maps and all that kind of nonsense uh and then you know and then there were still some people playing it legitimately but it was even on like fast money maps it wasn't even like necessarily straight starcraft anymore for the vast majority of people and i feel like that's kind of where starcraft 2 is at currently uh it's being kept afloat by the arcade side of things there are still a lot of people playing standard starcraft but it's not as much as it used to be and the esports scene is almost entirely kept afloat by the koreans so, you know, I, I don't, I don't really have any, like Jeff, I don't have any feelings about it either way. Um, I, uh, the only thing that I would say that I, uh, that, that I'm a little sad about is that, uh, from a viewer standpoint, I always felt that StarCraft was arguably the best esport to have ever existed. Um, and to, to not have that be ubiquitous as it was in the 2010s. Yeah is a little bit unfortunate um no esport really came close in that regard for me in terms of uh watchability and intrigue and matches were always very fluent and different and uh at the very you know top levels very impressive uh to watch these guys do what they uh, and girls do what they did and so um yeah you know big names and everything and all that stuff that came with it that's that's kind of you know the only thing for me is from a viewer's perspective because really we watched it happen in real time and i remember the exact moment that i knew that everything was fucked uh jeff and i were at an mlg event and it was the first one where it was the one actually we were at two back-to-back mlg events the first one where they also had league happening at the same time and starcraft was the main stage and League was off to the right-hand side, if you were facing StarCraft's main, main stage, off to the right-hand side of the arena. And that event had more people watching it, and they were 15 times louder and more engaged than they were at the StarCraft side. And I thought to myself, that's probably the beginning of the end of it right there. And sure as shit, the next MLG, StarCraft was no longer main stage. League of Legends took over as main stage. And that was the show. And it was all downhill from there. MOBA, like as the song goes, video killed the radio star. MOBA killed the StarCraft star. Uh, and, uh, and League just kind of full flat took over uh, in that regard. And so, yeah, it was, uh, it was you know, it was, we saw it happen in real time. We knew it was coming. We were prepared for it in that regard. We got a lot out of it with our individual, you know, careers, our collaborative lag TV career. Uh, it was great. It was 10 years. Uh, and it was, uh, it was, it was wonderful, but yeah, it was, it's, it's just kind of the way it goes. And, and right now MOBAs are still kind of king, but they're, they're, they're now getting battled with, with stuff like, uh, battle royales and, and shit, apex and whatnot. And, and, um, something else will come up and fuck up MOBAs eventually it'll happen. Um, but, uh, yeah, like Jeff said as well. Uh, it's like an old fighter out of his prime, and a lot of people just don't want to play RTS. It's a very, it's a fucking difficult genre. It is not, like, as, as mechanically intense as Apex is in real time, and it is incredibly mechanically intense in real time, 
to be doing it. It's a different kind of mechanical intensity that the average person feels like when they're playing it and they have a good game, they can, they're attaining something. In StarCraft, the, the road to feeling like you've attained anything or even have like a base level of skill is fucking Mount Everest. It is yeah. enormous. Jeff spent Jeff's probably the closest thing to like the 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 example of what that would look like for the average person that wasn't just born like tens uh, of thousands uh, of just hours. Insane. Like uh, training by by other people that were professionals and tens and thousands of hours of grinding and watching yeah. endless amounts of footage and getting your mechanical skill up on a keyboard and and just grinding and grinding and grinding and grinding and grinding. Not easy. And, and it, still and, be dog shit. And, and, and still really, in the grand scheme of things, still like, kind of like, yeah, you just like, crossed the fucking, yeah. you walked into the door. Yeah. Like you got the, whole, the, the top, door finally yeah. open. I'm in the top 200, but then, then you realize like even being, I think the, the highest I got was 79th. Yeah. Right. And even that is dog shit in comparison. <laughs> like, you know, the, 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 the top, top. Like a lot of the best people the aren't even on the ladder. They just don't even wow. show up to the ladder, even, they, bro. They don't even play it, bro. They're like, fucking, fucking ladder? <laughs> These fucking chumps. They're, yeah, no, bro. Like, um, yeah, no, it's not easy. It's, it's, it's basically chess, mechanical chess at the highest level. It's the hardest video game in the world to yeah. master, period. There, I've, I, you, can't I don't... Name, you can't name me a video game. Well, other than Brood, video Brood War, because it has less okay, like quality of life. Yeah, Starcraft. Yeah, Starcraft. Starcraft in general. Yes, you yeah, cannot yeah. name a video game on the planet that is harder to play competitively in the yeah. world. It doesn't. Oh exist. no! Oh, for sure. No, I, I agree. It doesn't exist, and it's not even close. That's the thing. Like, it's yeah. not even like, ooh, there's a there's a close runner up. No, it's not even close, and it's a solo game. You yeah. don't have teammates. You don't have anybody carrying you. It's you yourself and your and and. You, that's it and one other player and it's kind of like watching golf in that respect like people watch golf and be like this is the most boring thing in the fucking world because you never they probably never played golf they don't quite understand the mechanics of it it doesn't look all that difficult oh you use the stick you hit the ball yeah. you put it in the hole and and it's an individual sport where you only have yourself in your own head the whole way and very similar a lot of people could watch starcraft have never really played it uh, they just look at it and they're like, oh, this is just you're building it up an army and you get the bigger army and you you overthrow your enemy and that's the fucking end of it. And you don't understand until you actually try and go like go go and try and be good at golf for like five minutes. I promise you, you'll also need tens of thousands of hours to not be complete fucking and dog dollars. shit and dollars. <laughs> very expensive at golf. Uh, like a similar situation. It's 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 one of those uh, things that if you've played it, then you could appreciate it, and it made watching the pros even better because you yeah. knew how insane it was what yeah. they were doing. Uh, yeah. But in the in today's world, it doesn't do two things. It's not instant gratification for the player. It's not instant gratification for the viewer, and yeah. that's already a write off. You 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 are already you you are behind the ball at that point. So yeah, it's will will RTS have another come around? Sure, it's going to be a while. It will probably be around the time that the people that are professionally playing Valorant uh, and Apex and shit right now are pushing thirty five. Fifteen years. Come on, you'll get it. A, you'll get it. You'll because it, what will happen is they'll start looking for things. Yeah, they'll mature up some. that are, that yeah. are that are a little bit whatever, and then there's a chance there's there's a, there's an entry point that could possibly bring it back. Uh, uh continuing the uh, the question from last week, Seth asked. By that he means two weeks ago. When was the last time that you wanted to express yourself with the "This is fine" 
uh, gif. The one where the dog is sitting in a room on fire, drinking his coffee, and saying, this is fine. I just gotta be fucking honest with you, bro. I wake up, I, I stay off my phone as long as humanly possible, because I know that the moment I turn it on, I'm gonna- it, it, Twitter is like my newspaper. I just realized this the other day. Like, you know, in my- like, for me, it's not opening a newspaper, because I get all of my world news as well, because I follow news networks and stuff as well. That's my newspapers. I open that newspaper up, and I read something like, like, you know, in a state- in states where my friends live in the U.S., they're literally- human trafficking legal migrants into other places in the country while making their check-in points multiple states over to try and like play political theater with people's lives who are legally trying to enter and be part of the united states and then like that's happening i go that i read that and i immediately take a sip of my coffee and my room is on fire and i go this is fine yeah this is fine it just, all it takes is for me to read like or the, to open up and see what is happening anywhere in the fucking world yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at and too, bro. Instantly, I, instantly, this is fine. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't even sit on Twitter anymore, bro. It rots my brain. I, I just, I, I've come to the point where I am consciously trying to keep like drama out of my life, like <laughs> yeah. because it just, it affects me. Like it just does. Like it, yeah. ru- it, it affects my mood. Um, it just, it makes me look at other people around me. Um, like I, I start to really dislike people. Yeah, like I, I read, like I read what they're saying, and I just like, are you fucking stupid? But then if I say that, then I'm now part of the stupid. That is, I just, I just turn it off. Like I just turn it off. I go on my Twitter to tr- look for very specific things. I am not one of those people that are on Twitter, sort of refreshing. Like I probably check my Twitter once every two hours, and it's and you know as of late, you know Twitter's really been on fire, so I've just been off it because I, I, you know. And people come into my chat and they start talking about shit. I'm just like, I don't, I'm not here for this. I'm not here for any political talk, any fucking drama talk, any that I need. I'm, I'm here to work, have some fun and escape this madness. So yeah, I, I, I actually feel that that meme almost daily when I open up Twitter. <laughs> and it would be the same. It's the same. Like if I go upstairs in the morning, I, I take him to work or I pick her up. Uh, from work, and I go upstairs to, to have breakfast, and Dad's usually sitting at the table, and he's got the newspaper open. I literally just have to look down at the newspaper, and it's the same thing. It's yep. just in newspaper form. I look yep. down, and I see some crazy shit, and I'm like, fuck. Yep. <laughs> it's just, like, it's just, it's absolutely, it's absolutely fucking crazy. Uh, let's see. Oh, God, Mr. Miyagi asked, like, five questions, which means they're all going to be very spicy, I'm sure. Uh, uh, God, Miogs, these are some interesting fucking questions. This is probably the only safe one to ask. Uh, he, uh, he asks, what is your current rotation of websites or creators that you head to when you're browsing for news or entertainment? Um... So I, I just, I'm boring, man. The only type of, like, entertainment type shit that I watch or news-related stuff is I watch the Hodge Twins. Um, so, you know, and I, I, although I don't agree with a lot of their political views, um, I do find them fucking funny. Um, so I do, I do watch the Hodge Twins on YouTube um, pretty frequently. 
Um, and then the other stuff that I watch, uh, I watch real estate related podcasts, UFC stuff, um, UFC podcast shows like ESPN. Um, and that's pretty much it. I don't really watch any other entertainment for entertainment. The other stuff that I'll do is, is, is time with my wife. So we'll watch, you know, cheesy reality TV shows or whatever. And that's sort of that. But in terms of like stuff that I watch on my own, I would say the Hodge twins are really the only like content creator that I, that I watch, um, on the regular. And I watch them to laugh because I just get their personality and their humor. Um, and yeah, so that, that's pretty much as far as I go from, for entertainment. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of similar. I don't have like a, a, a huge list, uh, cause I don't really sit down wa- like that often to just straight up watch videos. Uh, I watch hot ones as well when there's new hot ones out. I watch the hot too. ones. I watch, yeah. uh, almost everyone whenever they get released, uh, because that's just, I, I mean, Sean is the greatest interviewer of our generation, like pretty much hands down. Uh, and it's always a good time, uh, watching that. So Hot Ones is one. Uh, outside of that, whenever Internet Historian puts out a main video, I'll go and watch that. That dude's a fucking god, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so I'll watch those. Um, and, uh, other than that, other than that, like, I'll watch the occasional, like, if it pops up, if I'm, like, if I'm eating and I'm just, I just need something to just have in the background or whatever at the time, uh, uh, reaction videos either out of, um, either out of Moist Critical or, uh, or Asmongold are both usually relatively entertaining to watch them react to or talk about various subjects happening in, in the world of, of entertainment or in, in content creation that I just don't, like, like of all the stuff that happened, we didn't, we, we very purposely uh, avoided it this week because neither of us can fucking care to look into it or want to even talk about it. Uh, but I, so I'll go to them be like, all right, what are, what are they saying about it? And then that's as far in as I'll go. I'll dip my toe into it that far. I won't and even dip it. it in that far. I'm just, and that's the show. So uh, yeah, I mean, but I'm mean, really for me, it's it's hot ones. It's internet historian. Um, uh, sometimes I'll watch. Um, there's a couple of uh, like retro video game channels I'll watch that they do like retrospective stuff on games that are they're really good. Uh, like the gaming historian, um, and. Uh, yeah, things of that nature. Long form content is actually what I'm yeah, most most interested That's, in. I like that too. I like long yeah. form. Yeah. Uh, oh, I will mention this, even though we're not in the right segment. I'll wrap it up with this, just as a funny a funny note. Once in a while, I'll watch a Donkey video because Donkey does have a pretty funny fucking video every now and then. Uh, and so uh, the funny thing is about that though is that he's decided to start his own publishing company. This just happened in like the last 24 hours. Video game publishing company. Uh, and, uh, there are a lot of people split about this. Uh, he's using his own funds to do this and go into it. And because of that, uh, uh and I have to assume that he's being doing this in, in good faith because he loves video games. Fucking all the power to him. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. People were talking about like, oh, he thinks be- that because he's played lots of games and has opinions on him that he's, he'd somehow know enough about video games to be a publisher. To which I say... Take a quick look at who's been leading publishers for the last fucking Seriously, 40 years. Though. It's a bunch of like suits of like failed people out of like Ivy League schools in the US that just kind of like they don't work out in their own fucking industry. So they end up literally getting like picked out of other industries to go head up publishing companies in, in, in gaming. So like this is probably the closest to an honest to God person attempting publishing in gaming in quite some time. And he's using his own money. So all the power to him. God fucking speed. It's indie games specifically. So we'll see what, uh, what comes out of it. But, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, 
Just, I forgot, just realized that right now, because I do also occasionally watch a Donkey video, because he does have some pretty funny shit once in a while, for sure. And that's gonna be it. That's all we got time for. Mr. Black has to go make hundreds of millions of Bezo bucks in day two poker. And I, I am, so. I am, I am, I might even have to tune in to watch all of it happen mm. in real time. I might just have to. And at the very least, I have to watch for his Twitter announcement so that I can post my my prerequisite Shawn Michaels, Michaels gif. Every, every fucking time. Man. I just, I do it because I have to imagine time. in the back of your mind you see it and you get a laugh out of it every I fucking time. I laugh every time I see it, bro. Every time I fucking see I'm it. I'm running out of gifts though. I, at first I used all the ones where he had sunglasses because all the pictures that you have with your fucking glasses on. Yeah. And then I ran out of them, so I had to start using, I gotta get creative. You know, I'm running out of gifts to use, but, uh, but yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, we'll leave it there. We'll see you guys hopefully next week, uh, barring this hurricane taking out the entire province in the next 48 hours. And, uh, until then stay safe out there and we'll, uh, we'll see you on the next one. Peace. Peace.